All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to a brand new episode of SCAR. Now, SCAR stands for Seeking Courage and Redemption with Dustin Rivenbark. Now, I've got a great episode lined out for you, but before we get into all of that, I want to give you kind of the intent of the podcast, kind of the why are we here, so to speak, and we're here to work out our trials, hardships, tribulations in such a way that we can begin to unfold God's plan and purpose for our lives. But you may be asking, why do I need to listen to Scar? Like, like why me though? And the truth is, we all have stuff, guys. We all have stuff that can add up and and begin to accumulate and even frustrate us to the point that it changes the trajectory of our lives. So that's what we do here is we explain stories, uh, uh, testimonies, and all of that of people who have faced hardships and overcome uh, tragedy or or, uh, all of these different things. But today um, is going to be uh, a little different. I feel uh, the desire or the need to preach, by the way, and I'm going to tell you, uh, I've had quite a quite a week, and and so, uh, but that's why I do this is it consistently. Is I think that you you know I think that uh, consistent effort, putting out consistent podcasts, anything that you do, as long as you are consistent. At it through the ups and the downs, I believe that anybody could be successful at whatever they try. Now, success may look very different to some. It may look like uh, a mega hit podcast. To some, it may look like um, you, you know climbing that corporate ladder to CEO, or to some, it may look like whatever, whatever it means, whatever success looks like for you. For me, it just looks like leading people to Christ by any means necessary. And if that's through a podcast, if that's through evangelism, if that's through preaching, if that's through just a daily example at the grocery store, that's what I'm going to do. I want to try to leave every conversation that I have with someone uh, having learned something, number one, but also having having touched them in a you, you know in in a spiritual way where they say something's different about that guy like i want i want whatever it is that that he has and even if i'm not feeling up to it and so that's what i kind of want to talk about today is this whole idea of when all seems lost you guys know what i'm talking about you know those times where you've sat there. You may be going through one right now where nothing just seems to go right for you. Where where it just seems like everywhere you turn, there's a block. Whether it be a physical barrier, whether it be a mental block, whether it be a health, um, a health barrier, no matter what it is, nothing you touch seems to turn to gold. But everything that certain people touch seems to turn to gold. And it can, it can aggravate you and frustrate you to the point where you don't know what to do with that. So when you're in your uh, when all seems lost moment, I hope that you can turn back 
to this podcast and really uh, pick up something from it. Because here's the truth, guys. When, when all seems lost... It's not really lost, right? It's it's as long as we have Christ in our lives, it's all we need. Now, um, that may not help uh, uh, right in the moment. You may feel like that's great, Dustin, but listen to me. Like like I still got bills coming, Dustin. That that Jesus stuff. That that Jesus talk sounds good, but listen to me. My parents are still sick. Hey, look. That sounds good, but go tell that stuff to my to my drug-addicted son or daughter. Listen, guys, when all seems lost, don't run from God. Run to God. And I want to tell you why. I want to start with a little story um, about Saul. Now, you know Saul. We know Saul as the bad king, right? The first king of Israel. He was the one that David became anointed David, right? And and David became anointed and like and like knocked Saul uh 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 out of the ranks and and he took over. David was known after a god or, or a man after God's own heart. And so we know Saul as not a good character, but I want to talk about a time when Saul was um, first anointed king. I want to talk about before everything happened. Now, in 1 Samuel chapter 9, I just want to read to you a little bit and then we'll get into it. There was a prominent man of Benjamin named Kish, son of Abil, son of Zeror, son of Becherath, son of Aphia, son of a Benjamite. Now, excuse me if I mix those up. He had a son named Saul, an impressive young man. There was no more impressive among the Israelites than he. He stood a head taller than anyone else. One day, the donkeys of Saul's father, Kish, wandered off. All right? I need you to understand. Now, you're listening to this, and you're thinking, seriously? Like, some donkeys worn off or, or ran off? Listen to me. Imagine your literal workhorse, okay? Donkeys were effective back in the day, all right? Imagine imagine losing your job and your car, your vehicle, your mode of transportation, your pack mule, right? Imagine losing all of this in one day. So this is starting off pretty cruddy. One day, the donkeys of Saul's father, Kish, wandered off. Kish said to his son, Saul, take one of the servants with you and go look for the donkeys. Saul and his servant went through the hill country of Ephraim and through the region of Shalisha, but they did not find them. They went through the region of Shalim, nothing. Then they went through a Benjamite region, but still didn't find them. When they came to the land of Zuf, Saul said to the servant who was with him, Come on, let's go back before my father stops worrying about these donkeys and starts worrying about us. Now, I want to think about uh, a time when when you may have felt that when all seems lost moment. Maybe you lost a job um, uh, at one point. Uh, maybe you're going through that right now with COVID-19. We really don't know what's going on. Guys, another big thing that's kicking our butts, 
schools. What is going on with schools? And is my kid going back to school? Is he not? You know, is are, are we going to be able to play sports? Are we not? Guys, are we going to be able to just get all the supplies that we need, send our school, our kid to school, and are they going to be safe? Or are they not? Man, there's just so much going on right now between all the COVID stuff, the school stuff. Hey, a big one for me, is the SEC going to play football? Or are they not? right yeah like maybe it's worse than that for you maybe you know maybe you're up against a big life decision maybe there was something in your life that you had hoped would go one way man and it went the other perhaps perhaps you're now an ex-husband an ex-wife Maybe you didn't intend on being this way. Not so soon. Guys, I want to tell you, I want you to lift your head up because, listen, you have so much more to be thankful for. You have so much life to live. But I want you to really, I want you to really listen to this sermon and see that, see that when, okay, when, when Saul was was in a dark moment here. All right, they were in a bit of a panic, and you know that this was serious because they were searching city after city after city, guys. They they weren't just stopping. This shows us a couple things. One, it shows us dedication. It shows us the never give up mindset. And number two, it shows us I need these donkeys, right? So here's the thing. Whenever he, we find out that Saul is not super, super religious at this time because his servant, okay, his servant says, hey, listen, I know you want to turn back. I'm paraphrasing, but there's like this seer up in the next town, which is just a, a prophet, like a, a man of God. There, There is this seer in the next city. Hey, if we go find him, maybe he could tell us what happened to our donkeys, Guys, stay with me now. This gets good. So I'm going to paraphrase for a little bit. So they go into um, a couple, uh, they go into the next city here. Uh, they meet a group of women and they say, hey, we're looking for the seer. And they say, hey, he was just right up in the, uh, 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 right uptown. If you hurry up, you can go uh, find him. So they go, man. They hurry. They go. As soon as they they got there, they found this guy. They asked him, hey, where is the seer? Where is this prophet? And they run into Samuel, who is the prophet. And he says, I'm he. If you'll go on inside, he says, I will come in and tell you everything you need to know. Now, when I go straight to scripture, uh, we need to look at verse 16. This is 1 Samuel 9 Verse 16, at this time tomorrow, this is God talking, at this time tomorrow, I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin, anoint him ruler over my people of Israel. Whoa, okay, hold on. So you mean to tell me that this is today, yesterday in my mess, God foresaw me going through this. God is working ahead of your misfortune. For, for Saul, 
the day before the donkeys were lost and he's going all over God's creation to find these donkeys, God is speaking to Samuel, tomorrow I'm going to send you uh, a man to anoint to all the nations. And there was some like civil unrest going on, much like we see right now. The people of Israel, they wanted a king. And God was saying, I am your Lord. Look to me. But they say, no, we want to be like them. We need a king. So God saw this, saw the desire, and spoke to Samuel. We are going to, or I'm going to put Saul in your path. Now, we go down to verse 20. It says, As for the donkeys that wandered away from you three days ago, don't worry about them because they've been found. And who does all of Israel desire but you and your father's family? In other words, don't worry about the donkey, okay? Don't worry about the situation. Don't worry about the hardship that you've been going through for this past week. Your family has a place here. Your family is desired. We want to put you at the head. We want to give you a place at the table. What am I talking about? Going on to verse 21, Saul responded, Am I not a Benjamite from the smallest of the Israel tribes? And isn't my clan the least important of all the clans of the Benjamite tribe? So why have you said something like this to me? In other words, Samuel, why have you said Israel desires me? Why have you said Israel desires my family? Can't you see my circumstance? I'm not good enough. I'm not the one that you've chosen. You must have made some kind of mistake. Don't you see this? Isn't that what we do? Isn't that what we do? We try to push off a compliment from our husband because, because we look in the mirror and don't like what we see. Don't we, don't we fall into a state of poor pitiful me when try when somebody's there trying to to step in and 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 help you out? Just look around you. God is working ahead. Of your misfortune. Verse 22. Samuel took Saul and his servant, brought them to the banquet hall, and gave them a place at the head of 30 or so men. This is huge. This is huge. Who had been invited. They gave him a place at the table. They told Samuel, I mean, they told Saul, you belong here. The people of Israel, they desire you. In other words, God's kingdom, you belong here. We have a place for you at the table. How many of us feel so isolated right now? Maybe we feel, maybe we feel tired, man. Just frustrated. Everything in life just seems so hard. Why does it have to feel so hard? Why does nothing ever seem to line up? Why do the stars 
never line up for me, right? Yeah, I know the feeling, guys. I know the feeling. I've been there. But I'm trying to tell you right now that you're not alone. Yes, it may not be easy. Yes, you may be going through something. We all have those moments in life. And if you're not, guys, great. Listen to this sermon. Be pumped up. Listen to this message. Walk out of here. Be good. You know, take those earbuds out or turn it off your car radio, whatever. However you listen to this. Stop listening to it and say, man, you know, that's that's interesting. Don't forget it because I need you to understand if you're not going through a hardship, you will be. If you haven't gone through one yet, I'm sure you have, you will go through one. Because it's not if, guys. It is when. It's when these hardships are going to come. How strong are your roots? Do you even have roots that are rooted in Christ? That are rooted deep, intertwined, woven through the Word of God? In verse 23, it says, Then Samuel said to the cook, Get the portion of meat that I gave you and told you to set aside. Guys, Saul was on a three-day journey looking for some donkeys. (laughs) Looking for some donkeys. His workhorse, his pack mules had gone awry. He had no idea that somebody was preparing a place. Oh, Jesus said he's going to prepare a place for us. Guys, right here, when we're in our all seems lost moment, it's never really lost. Because God knows exactly what you need. God knows exactly where you are. You are not lost. God knows exactly the thing that will point you back in the right direction. But here's the question. Do you trust him with it? Do you trust him with it? Do you trust the word of God? I'm assuming you know the word of God. Maybe I shouldn't assume. Maybe I should remind you again that the only way to know the Word of God is to read the Word of God. Is to pray, pray, pray for revelation. Pray that when when you're about to pick up that Bible and you're about to read it, pray that God opens your eyes and, and speaks to you a word. That the words just bounce off your page and And pierce your heart like a double-edged sword. And gives you truth to hang on. Man, like them old... Like them old westerns, man. When a cowboy would come walking in holding his belt buckle. And he'd take off his cowboy hat. And he's hanging... And he'd he'd hang his hat on a piece of furniture. or, Or on a hat rack. This is some truth... That you can hang your hat on, man. But gosh, we look at our life so much like like Saul. Like, 
Like, don't you see I'm not important? Don't you see that I'm not qualified? Guys, I want you to understand that that even if you're unqualified, God equips those he has called. And I'm telling you right now, he has given you a seat at the table. But I want to ask you something. When anger arises in you, what do you turn to? Do you turn to emotion? Do you immediately act? I, I want to encourage you to understand that your thoughts should guide your emotions, which guide your actions. But so often times, so often we start with our emotions and they drive our actions and consume our thoughts. But once you understand that as long as you can dwell on things that are good, pure, lovely, holy, then your emotions will stabilize. And before you act out and say something stupid or do something dumb, before you make that wrong step, let the Holy Spirit check you. And you take a step back. Another thing, I want to tell you, you are good enough, man. You deserve to be here. You deserve it. I was I was coaching a guy the, the other day, and he was a little beat down, and, and he was a little whooped, and I said, stop. I said, he start, things started looking up and up, and, and, and he started doing really, really good, and uh, he was just a little nervous about it. And I said, no, 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 no. Accept God's hand. Accept that the things are going well. You know why? Because you deserve to be here. Not through your own actions. Hey, not because... Not because you're super talented, man. Not because you got it all together. Not because you look so good in a selfie. Oh, these shoes make me look so good, right? None of that. It's simply because Jesus walked this earth for 33 years, man. He lived a sinless life. He had nails driven through his hands on a on a piece of wood on a cruel rugged cross. I want you to really I want you to really think about this. I want you to imagine the hardship. Oh man, I think my situation's bad right now. Guys, he had nails driven through his hands, driven through his feet. He was hung up on this cross, and he had to support his own body weight on the nails that were driven through him. Man, I'm sorry to be so graphic, but I've got to tell you, you think your situation is tough? 
We think our scars are bad? He had his side pierced and his blood ran. Wow. And guess what? He did that for me. (laughs) He did that for you. So that we wouldn't have to live the rest of our lives. Oh man, that's just, (laughs) it's so deep. So, (laughs) So that we wouldn't have to live the rest of our lives. Not able to communicate God Almighty. When he died on that cross... It says that the veil was torn from top to bottom. The veil that kept the, the, the God's presence away from the people and only the high priest could go in uh, once a year after several cleansing ceremonies. Yeah, that presence was now released. We could now boldly come before the throne of God. Now that Jesus resurrected three days later with our freedom in his hands. Wow. We can be filled with the Holy Spirit as our guide, as our encourager, as our director. We can tune our hearts into his. It's just a beautiful testimony as you sit there and you and you think about the totality of that and you really understand the lordship of Christ let me ask you something is he the lord of your life or is he the king of convenience what do i mean by that well a lot of other gospels preach <laughs> a lot of other Uh, 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 health and wealth gospels preach. A lot of things preach convenience, but they don't tell you the whole totality of the gospel. Peter's, Peter's perfect plan was to be, was to be martyred, was to be crucified upside down. Wow, come on. Come on. That's hard to think about. Guys, what you're going through, yeah, it may be self-implied trouble. You may have gotten yourself into this. But listen to me. There is a way. And guess what? Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody gets to the Father except through me. I just want to tell you that I'm here. I want to tell you that I love you. I want to tell you that, you know what? No matter what happened to you when you were a kid, you belong here. No matter what happened to you in that marriage, no matter what happened at that job, man, no matter matter what you did, gosh, when you put yourself in, in right standing with God, the only way to do that is to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Bible tells us that when we repent 
and 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 we accept Jesus as Lord. Jesus and Jesus alone. Man gives us rights that when God looks at you, he sees Jesus. Whoa. Whoa. Take a step back, look in the mirror. I don't see no Jesus. But I need you to understand, the Bible says we were created in the Imago Dei. That means in the image of God. You may not think it. You may not feel it. But it's true. <laughs> it's true. And here's the thing. Verse 22. Samuel took Saul and his servant, brought them to the banquet hall, and gave them a place at the head of 30 or so men who had been invited. You've been invited to the banquet. Isn't it beautiful? Isaiah, uh, in, in the words of uh, the prophet Isaiah, I think it's Isaiah 50, 40, or 55. I got to go back and find it. But it says that you've been given an invitation. Oh, man, that's just so beautiful. You know when you get an invitation in the in the mailbox it just it just feels good, don't it? Imagine that invitation coming from God himself. The one who created you is sending you an invitation. He's saying, "Don't run from me. Come to me." Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Guys, I don't know about you, but right now, I just, I need rest in this season. Man. Samuel says in verse 24, the cook picked up the thigh and what was attached to it and set it before Saul. Then Samuel said, notice that the reserved peace is set before you. Eat it, because it was saved for you for this solemn event at the time I said, I've invited the people. Guys, this message is for you. Take it. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen six months down the road. I don't know what happened to you six months ago. But I know this. I know that God is sending you an invitation. And I know that today, you can go to sleep tonight knowing that you belong here. How about that? I know that. I know that if you will, if you will allow him to step into your mess You don't have to clean up before you show up. Jesus said, does the sick or, 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 or does, the, does the healthy need to go to a doctor? No, he came for the sick. He, he came for the hurting. He came from this, for the sleep deprived. He came for the people like you and me that do not have it all together. That's who he came for. Now, I know that this was uh, uh, almost, <laughs> almost felt like a Bible study, and that's good, and I'm also sorry if it's bad, but, but listen, I felt it on my heart 
we needed to sit down and we needed to open the Bible and you needed to hear this today that God is working ahead of your misfortune. Don't worry about it. God's got it. I know you're having a, a, a hardship with with your kid right now. I know that you're having a hardship with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, with your spouse, or with your boss, with your coworker. But I need you to know that God has set aside time for you. He has eternity. He has eternity. He's listening. Will you set aside time for him? Will you sit down and open your Bible and let the word of God come to life in your heart? Guys, this is the only way we're going to find rest when we're dealing with scars. That's what this podcast is all about. Seeking courage and redemption. There is redemption in the blood of Christ. There is redemption in walking in relationship with Him. There is redemption through prayer. Oh. Guys, I try to I try my best. I'm not I'm not nowhere near perfect with it. I try to my best to pray constantly. Uh, when I get in my car, wherever I'm going, I pray for that. I pray, Lord, don't let me forget the sugar, right? When I go to the store, my wife's going to flip. Lord, don't, you know, uh, uh, allow us to have safe travels on this road trip, God. God, I pray before I pick up this phone and, and call this person, God, give me the words to say because my anger, my frustration wants to say this. God, before I start making that post, Give me wisdom, right? When I look on Facebook, there's so many people that are making Facebook their political punching bag. They're making Facebook their verbal punching bag. Rather than go speak to a man and tell him you have an issue, they would just rather post about it. Rather than... Uh, 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 rather than stand up and try to make a difference, somebody wants to post about where somebody else messed up. It's just crazy to me at how at how far left this is this is going, at how far uh, south this is going. Like like I just want I just want somebody to look over at me sometimes and say, Dustin, it's gonna be okay. Hey, at the end of the day, God is still on the throne. I want more of that, man. What about you? Are are you willing to be that? Are you willing to be that one to step in for somebody else? Maybe maybe it's time that you that you step into somebody else's mess, and 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 not get bogged down with them, but but help someone. Guys, the sooner that we realize that this life is not about us, but it's about Jesus. It's about pointing people to Christ. It's about ensuring that your brother or your sister is safe. And by safe, I mean saved. Guys, the Bible tells us that this is going to continue like birth pains. Uh, things are going to intensify around us. And it's okay. 
Hardships are going to come. Persecution is going to come. All of these things are going to happen, but at the end of the day, remember what I said. You belong here. You have a seat at the table. You are powerful, not in your own might, but because you carry the one. You carry the only one who can defeat the grave inside of you. What are you doing with it? What are you going to do with it? What desire, what has God given you, placed on your heart, and you're not acting and you're not moving because you're scared? God didn't give us a spirit of fear. No. God gave us God gave us a spirit of courage. It doesn't mean that we don't get afraid, but it means that we get afraid and we move anyway. Joshua 1:9 Be strong and courageous. Wow. Yeah, but Joshua was scared. I know that because he had to tell him three times in the first 9 verses. But still, he moved anyway. So what do I say when all seems lost? I say praise God. Because I'm looking at it from just my finite mind. I'm looking at it from my map of misunderstanding. Nothing's really lost. Except for I used to be lost, but now I am found. Guys, this podcast, I don't know, it was, <clears throat> it, was ta- it was tamed down because I really felt like there's somebody that is tuning in right now that just needs to know that God is working in their misfortune. God is working in your midst. God is cooking. He's shaking and baking, okay? Now, you may not can see it. All may seem lost. Your donkeys may be scattered. You know what I mean? But it's not too big. It's not too big for God. God, is, He's giving you a seat at the table. He's saying, I want you in my kingdom. I want you to do big things for my kingdom. To the world, it may look very small, and that's okay, because to my God, my trust and my belief in Him is everything. He loves me. He chose me. I am anointed. I am set aside. I am set apart. He set aside for me. Wow. Wow. I don't know about you guys, but I hope, I really, really hope that you guys have been have been blessed by this. Uh, I, I hope that you guys really understand the totality of what it means when I say Jesus, Jesus is Lord of all. Not just, not just Lord of some of it, 
not just not just Lord of my job, Lord of my trip to the store, but I trust him over my kids. I trust him with my finances. I trust him with my life. I trust him that no matter what I do, he's sovereign. He's got me. He's in control. He's not some weird byproduct that just that just got tired of us and let us all have this. No, he is he is moving. I know this because I have a growing relationship with him myself. I have felt the power of God move in my life and just like that song, <laughs> I believe I'll see you do it again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just had to do it. I, uh, uh, how's it go? I, I've seen you move. You move the mountains. And I believe I see you do it again. Okay, I just lost half my listeners. I am so sorry. But hey, that's what, that, it's just... It's, it's just grinding in my soul right now. I want to stand up and shout from the rooftops. I believe I'll see you do it again. Yeah, I can see you bobbing your head right now like, get it, boy. But, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things, guys, that I just, I, I really just wanted to sit down and tell you that I love you. But more than that, there's a God in heaven who loves you and desired a relationship for you. No matter what you're going through, it's going to be okay because he is okay. Because he is more than okay. You may not be capable, but oh my God, are you capable. Yes, I can't. He can. So when I move forward today, whenever I take these earbuds out of my ear. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pull my shoulders back. I'm going to hold my head up high because I'm a child of God. I have a I belong here. I have a seat at the table and I love Jesus. Can you say that? Can you say that you you love him enough to trust him? Maybe you're working on it. And I want to say keep up the fight. Keep up the fight. Reach out to me. Reach out to somebody. Talk to somebody. Let's walk through it together. That's what SCAR is about. This is a safe place for you. Guys, I've really enjoyed today. And I just, once again, I want to tell you that I love you. Um, and, and that I can't wait to hear, uh, what I love hearing the stories, uh, that come out of the podcast. I love when somebody reaches out and says, yo, that touched me because of this or that or another, uh, yo, that was exactly what I was going through. Like I needed that. And so, uh, please share those stories. Um, please share this podcast. Please share this podcast with someone, you know, that you think could really, really benefit from just hanging out right here every single week. I'm putting this out every Friday. We're on like, I don't know, I think this is like episode 35, you know? So so put them on to this, man. And they can go back and they can listen to every one of these and realize that their situation is not subject to just them. That there are people who are dealing with real stuff.
But that's okay. Because we know a real God. The God. The creator of the heavens and the earth. Wow. Alright guys. I'm checking out. Again. I just. I, I love being here with you. I love to do this. And I really hope that you will take this message. This one in particular. And share this with somebody. Who needs to hear this. Today. Or whatever day it is. That you're tuning in. As for my listeners. I will see you in the next couple of days.